Welcome to another podcast episode on Human Like a Demigod. I am grateful to be here with you guys today. I did not do a podcast episode in August, so I will do two this month. I don't know if everybody else has noticed that the bar has been pretty much dropped everywhere. The basic minimum, the bare minimum of doing things is, 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 is so much lower. And there are a lot of different corporations and companies and groups of people, communities that literally are being paid to do the wrong thing. And if you are a good person, then you will never get as much credit as you deserve. And if you are the single person in the room that no matter how good you are, no matter how well you do your job, if you offset the balance of a toxic situation, then you're done, you're out. So... When it comes to being a competent human, when it comes to being a person of change, a person with a growth mindset, it is, sorry, it is definitely something to take into consideration when you walk every single day outside in the world, when you see the things in the world, when you're working a job and you're just like, I cannot believe that this is real. I cannot believe that people just keep saying these things or doing these things and and they don't even bother to stop to think about what comes out of their mouth there's there's no stop in questioning there's no reflection in 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 pondering there's no filter most of the time and i think that has a lot to do with covid um but i definitely think that it covid wasn't the cause covid was just the iceberg on the tip the tip of the iceberg And when people are basically paid to do nothing, to stay at home, when they're paid to do nothing, not the bare minimum, not basic functioning, but to literally just do nothing. When the workforce was so desperate to have people come work again, all they needed were people to just fill a role. And the consequence of just putting people in spots to fill a role is the fact that those people no longer become people unless they do what needs to be done they don't need to be there so everyone just becomes a number and a unit and that has been pretty consistent over the course of history um but quite recently it's definitely made its mark and a lot of people a lot of good people a lot of competent people are suffering a lot of unethical unprofessional injustices are happening all the time and a lot of people don't think that they have a choice because I have to go to job. I, I have to go to this job and I need stability and I need I need to have that because what am I supposed to do if I don't? And I think my biggest problem with all of that is the fact that they're not wrong, but they're not right. And for us to live in such a consistently inconsistent state of being is not good for anybody. It's not good for anybody's mental health, emotional health, physical health. And we could sit there and talk about it and talk at it and complain at it all day. But the real the real point of this podcast, the real point of, of any of these episodes is, is trying to find a solution, right? So what is that solution? And I think it is definitely different for every person because it's going to be different for every person. And one person can only do so much by themselves until they can't, right? And you have to be able to know what your limitations are. You have to be able to know what your role is. You have to know that if I'm not being valued here, what do I do? And so 
anytime anyone feels discouraged or anytime something happens it seems to get in the way of your own stability which in the last podcast that's what we talked about how to remain secure in insecure situations it's it's looking inside to see what is going on inside you where the discord is being created there is no pamphlet just like the very first episode in this podcast there's no pamphlet on how to be human there's no real pamphlet on success and the most successful the seemingly successful people today are not successful in the ways that matter so if you have to work a job that is merely a job if you have to do the things that you feel you need to do my one piece of advice is just don't lose yourself in it it is completely unsettling and disheartening to go to a place of business that is supposed to be an operation that values the business that it makes it values the people that come in the door it values being authentic and sincere and realizing that it's it's not realizing that a, a place of operation can operate on the opposite side of the spectrum of standards the lack of standards the lack of integrity as long as they're making money that's all that matters and being able to take a step back and, and not let that become your whole identity not let that become something that consumes you let that not be a part of your everyday functioning and your routine because that is why people say just don't come into work with your problems or don't come home with work problems but the real reality that nobody talks about is the fact that having relationships having bonds at work having personal inter you know interpersonal relationships they make a difference they make it much easier to be able to connect with the people you work with because how stupid is it to know you go to a place and and you can't make friends you can't have conversations for this for the basic reason that people are scared of what is going to happen if you do so there's no point of actually being a team anymore because unless you are the person that is okay with settling into the bare minimum there is no team that's what the team is it is a unit of people who have just decided that we're going to do the bare minimum less than the bare minimum to get by and if anybody has a problem with it we'll just kick them out us as a community as as a unit has decided then none of that matters i mean we're not going to get enough credit anyway it really doesn't matter so why would we do it and that seems to be the common theme of everything so i urge you as a person in any of those different types of situations to to find solace in the fact that just because the situation is toxic doesn't mean that is a reflection of you just because something upsets you does not mean that that is yours to process what people should start doing is having an actual consistency of emotional maturity there are a lot of people who say open door policies and they're not because you can file a complaint about something that is completely illegal and you will be the person that is let go of it because instead of fixing the problem they just remove it entirely and when you are brought to that kind of realization people do have a tendency to spiral they spiral when they lose their job they spiral when they lose a relationship they spiral when the littlest things that connected the stability in their life when they lose them it creates a spiral 
And so you have to be able to learn how to process these pieces of information outside of yourself, not as a reflection and an attachment inside of yourself, unless you really do know that it was your fault in this situation. The piece of advice that I could give to anybody who is looking how to balance work and life, looking for that work-life balance, the one piece of advice that I could give them is, is in order to create that balance, that balance has to be a reflection of inside of you. You can do anything at work that you can do, right? There's only so many different things that you can do at work. There's, you can't say certain things. You have to be able to limit how much expression you use depending on where you work. It, sometimes there's way too many people and they're never talked to and it's a whole different thing. And then let's say the rest of your life you are able to just live it, right? But being able to find a work-life balance is about understanding what balance actually is. And balance is not avoiding the problems. It's not adhering to... It's not adhering to the toxicities and and the insecurities and the... I really try, you know, to not repeat everything that I've said in a different episode, but sometimes it just all blends together, so forgive me. (laughs) It's really hard to be able to get that. You know, it's really hard to be able to find balance in things. And so that balance is a complete reflection of our current ability to be in a constant state of being. And so the more you take on in your life and the more you take on into work, it affects everything in your life, whether you want it to or not. So being able to say, this is my job today. Am I happy with this? If I'm not happy with this, how can I find in myself, how can I find more joy in this? What can I take away to be more grateful about this position? What can I do? What do I have control over? And if I can't find anything, why am I here? You know, there is no point in trying to work yourself to the bone for a result that you're never going to get just to make a dollar bill. Go find a different job. Now, don't lose your job. Don't just cuss someone out or something, right? Be professional. Don't burn a bridge if you don't have to. But you know, do what you can and focus on what you can. And then your life, when you are at home or when you are engaging in any other things, look at the things that you do in your life. Look at how much emotion it takes to do these different things. It doesn't matter if you're a parent. It doesn't matter if you're a student. It doesn't matter what your actual life consists of. But be able to separate the two and put it in front of you. Write down all of the things that you enjoy about your life. And all of the things that you think you can do better in. And then write down all of the things that you do at your job. And write down all of the things that you think you can do better in or you just don't like. And then on a separate sheet of paper, think about from this point to five years from now. What do you want your life to look like? What do you want to consistently feel like? And what do you want your occupation to bring for you? And then when you've done all of that, look at all three of these pieces of paper, all three of them, right? And reflect and compare all three of them. If there's something missing, 
on your life paper that's not on your work paper or there's something that's missing on your work paper that could make more sense if you added something else into your life to balance it then that is how you find the consistent balance and a progressive abundant forward momentum Everything in life is like a puzzle. And when you're able to lay it out in front of you, it's exactly like trying to do a puzzle. You take out all the pieces and you separate the corners and the edges because you know that those are, those are finite. They're not going to change, right? They're not going to have a lot of different colors. You know that they go on the outsides. They are the perimeter, the foundation, the building blocks of the rest of the puzzle. And you look at the picture on the puzzle box. And so you can start, once you do the outside, you can start to build with the other puzzle pieces looking at the box. You're not going to know, it's not going to get clearer until you start building it more, right? Like we all know how to do a puzzle. But that's basically a metaphor for work-life balance. We're never going to have all of the pieces of the puzzle. But the more clearer we make it for ourselves and the more pieces we obtain for ourselves... The more we identify what pieces need to go where and which ones are missing, that is how we give ourselves a a better, more progressive work-life balance. We are never going to be able to control external factors that happen at a place of dysfunction. We are never going to be able to convince people in our lives or at a workplace of things that they really just have no inclination in hearing, seeing, or believing. But being able to get rid of the puzzle pieces that don't belong in your puzzle box it's the same thing as if you played a game as a a board game as a kid or you did a puzzle as a kid 10 out of 10 times when you open the board game right you had pieces missing or pieces in the box that didn't even go in the box right and so you have to be able to to discern which pieces go there and which pieces don't and some of them can look like they could go there but identifying when they don't is that key to success to an abundant life that is prosperous and limitless and consistent there are a lot of people who are suffering due to the inconsistencies of the world there are a lot of people who cannot find stability because of the way people are just allowed to do basically anything with no real consequences at this point in history. There is no sense of accountability or responsibility or intellect or emotional maturity on on a global or whole scale, which can be very discouraging. So the second piece of advice I would give you is learning how to practice the art of detachment. When you go home know that if you don't like your job but your job what you do at your job is enough for you and your home life matters more then that balance is acknowledging that when i go home i'm fine when i go home i can control my happiness i can give more happiness and when i go to work i take that feeling with me what people don't understand about a work-life balance is that it's not completely 50 50. it's never going to be 50 50. If you find more joy in your life outside of work, it's like 75, 25, right? Sometimes it's 90, 10. 
but being able to enjoy your life in a way that's productive, that helps smooth out the edge pieces so that it connects with the inner pieces is what's going to give you a more positive outlook doing things that you may not want to do, doing things that you really don't know why you're doing it. You're at a job because you know you need money and it's blah, 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 right? But being able to create a foundation in your life that feeds on a growth mindset, that feeds on joy, it feeds on love, it feeds on compassion, it feeds on understanding, that will help you to not be moved by the things that may happen at your job, right? And when you leave your job, the more consistent you get in identifying this, when you leave your job, identify the things that happened at your job. And if it wasn't about you, start to get into the habit that it wasn't about you. There are a lot of people who get wrapped up in a conflict, right? And even when that conflict is resolved, they care so much about the fact that it wasn't ever really fixed, it just stopped, that they will let it manifests into a million other different things, which is petty. It is pettiness at its finest. The biggest thing you can do for yourself about a work-life balance is finding appreciation in every aspect of your life. So not just identifying the pieces, but appreciating, learning to appreciate all of the pieces learning to appreciate the growth lessons that you get at work, learning to appreciate the discord so that you can value the peace and taking that peace with you when you go home and the rest of your life and then manifesting more of that peace for yourself so that the next time, if a similar thing happens like this to you, it doesn't phase you. There are a lot of people who will suffer things at work and then they will suffer things at home and it's just a back and forth, back and forth and then they don't have the emotional capacity and the capability to be able to deal with either one anymore. So then they spiral and then they self-sabotage and they self-medicate and it becomes this whole spiral activity that if you were just to stop to just stop and identify all of the pieces and identify where the unhappiness lies identify where the lack of control is and where the control is displayed If one can figure out how to do that, there is nothing in this world that you cannot overcome because we're always going to have life lessons and we're always going to have occupational lessons. No matter what you do or who you are, everyone in this world is a slave and every single one of us is a slave to someone else or something else. And the moment you choose to break free from that is the moment you give yourself a gift. You may still have to do a job that you don't really like all the time and your home life may not be perfect all the time, but learning to find appreciation in it, learning to identify the pieces and learning how to balance one with the other. It's like dancing. You can dance with someone that maybe doesn't know everything that they're doing. And most people have this traditional mindset that it is a male that leads a female, but real dancers, it's it's conversation between both parties and it's not gender specified so even if one person messes up if they mess even at professional dancers if they mess up a move they just keep going with it it's in every successful thing you will ever do it is improvisation in in a corporate meeting it's improvisation in music it's improvisation in artistry it's improvisation in in literature and art and in science being able to overcome and not fall prey to a mistake. Just because it didn't happen the way that you thought it should happen does not mean that that wasn't the way that it 
needed to happen. So learning how to flow is the third step of a work-life balance, of an appreciation of balance of life, of being human, is a learning to flow. And if something goes different than you anticipated, learn how to complement it. When a professional dancer has a has a mistake or makes a mistake, their dancer doesn't hor- doesn't just stop dancing, right? They go with it. They play on it. When um, an actor improvs a line, right? Uh, the other actors don't just stop. They can go with it. This is the level of success that a person can reach. It is the hierarchy of an ability to master something. And mastering life is a consistent, beautiful opportunity that can cause you a headache pretty consistently. So learning how to flow, learning how to flow and to not attach unless it is something to attach to is how you can use the things that you have identified and you can use the pieces and you can let go of the pieces and you can find how much balance needs to be shifted every single day. Just because you don't have all the ingredients for a recipe does not mean that you cannot make the recipe and the recipe won't be great. Because learning how to improvise, learning how to flow, learning to identify balance and flow are the three key things to having a life that is worth living, having a life that doesn't stress you out all the time, having a life where if someone comes into your life or you start a new job or some other factor that's just, you know, all of a sudden just there, when you engage in these steps consistently, you give yourself the opportunity to not say, oh, I just don't have time. Oh, I just can't deal with that. Oh, that's just too much. No, you take it as an opportunity and you flow with it. There is no such thing as I just don't have the time. In reality, what people are saying is my life is so constrained pretty consistently and I have no work-life balance that I do not possess the emotional or mental or spiritual capability to accept this variable into my life. Whether I think I could or I think I should is irrelevant. I just refuse to do so because I am so scared that everything in my life will fall apart that I just refuse to acknowledge it entirely. And the problem with that is those moments are never going to stop. How are you ever supposed to identify a healthy relationship? How are you ever supposed to identify if you're taken seriously at your job? How are you ever supposed to identify what you want in life if every single time it's just too much? That's just too much drama. That's too much stress. But in staying, instead of saying that, acknowledge that for what it is. It's not, it's not drama. It's not stress. It's a variable that you don't understand, that you don't want to take the time to understand because the lessons it might teach you or the feelings it might provoke within you, you just cannot be bothered. And that is a fixed mindset. And that fixed mindset has become a, a, a personification everywhere around the world. It is a personification that has become an identity crisis of the human species. We are regressing at an alarming rate. We are not taking accountability and we are pushing out way more than we are giving. And the earth can't take that. It can't. Just like a person who is pushed too much in a job, they can't take it. Your body will give out on you and you will develop a physical ailment. 
just like a, 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 any type of abuse in, in home life or any other life, you can only take so much before you can't take anything anymore. So identifying, identifying the pieces, learning out, learning how to smooth out the edges, to let go of the pieces that don't work. And you're not going to figure it out the first 10 times. It may take you 50 times, but that's where learning to flow and learning to appreciate the lessons comes from. And the more habitual this becomes, the easier all of the problematic things in your life that used to be problematic, they're not problematic so much anymore because you have gained the wisdom and the practice of wisdom where it becomes autonomous. And that in itself is such a beautiful gift. When you actually learn to achieve that, no amount of challenge, no amount of test, no amount of anything will ever push you so far that you yourself feel like you just can't. Because that's not an option anymore. Because of the toolbox that you now have. And giving yourself that acknowledgement of what it takes to make that happen, the credit, the appreciation, the unconditional capacity for compassion and patience and gentleness and self-control, that, that is love. That is the most purest essence of love. And what is the point of living any life if it is not based in that principality? What, what, what purpose is there? to just do things to do things, to merely spend 100 years doing as much as you think that you could? Or is it meant in doing everything you were meant to do even when you didn't know that you could? It is the best way to get out of your way. So, like I said, I will be doing another podcast episode um, either in the middle of this month or towards the end of September. I may do three. I don't know yet. We'll see. Um, But I do hope that this podcast gave you a bit of wisdom. I hope it gave you a bit of insight. And I hope it speaks to you and I hope you use it. I hope you listen to what it says. Because if I could just download all of this information into everybody's brains, then we could do some wondrous good. But the thing about free will is people have to choose it. They have to want to choose it. And so I hope and I pray that each of you, anyone who listens to this, I pray that you choose to do better for you, that you choose to do better for your life, you choose to do better for your future self, that you find that balance that you need. And you are the only one who is going to be able to identify. You can read all the books, you can talk to all the mentors, but you yourself first have to identify in you what pieces you possess and what pieces don't need to be there and why those pieces matter so i send everybody all the healing and all the love and i will speak to you next time